Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fan the Flames Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, here with James, and today we have a special guest. I mean, we're finally making a, finally another episode um, this summer. I mean, uh, I haven't made an episode since February, uh, so yeah, we're finally while. getting around to it. Um, but we have a special guest here, uh, head strength and conditioning coach for the Liberty Flames football team, Chad Scott. Yeah, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys having me on tonight. Yeah, glad to have you. Yeah, so um, glad to have him on. Um, so what's what's funny is uh, the way I met Coach Scott. Um, so he is a proud alumni of uh, Eastern Kentucky, and uh, I met him during the semifinal of the uh, ASOM basketball tournament. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I tell you what, it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, so I, I played football at Eastern Kentucky and then, you know, I coached at Eastern Kentucky for eight years. And, uh, one of the teams on top of football that I, that I coached was the basketball team. So I was, uh, directly in charge of basketball. And, uh, obviously, you know, I got a lot of connection to, uh, a lot of people within that program and, uh, it was pretty, you know, pretty neat at that, uh, they uh, the first time they actually came in town, I was out of town and I couldn't go to the game. And uh, so then the second time we got uh, we're fortunate enough to play in the tournament and uh, they, they came here to us. And I had a bunch of my uh, one of my college roommates, actually, and, and a couple other guys who were uh, quite loud and then. Uh, very, very much behind their team oh, yeah. uh, came into town, you know, and and they, uh, you know, we, we all sat together. And, and I tell you, I told them uh, they all asked me who I was cheering for. And, man, I tell you, as much as I, you know, Eastern Kentucky, me being an alumni of that university, the electricity in that arena was unmatched from day one, uh, the very second that we as a staff went to the basketball game. And, you know, there wasn't a chance that I was going to root for Eastern Kentucky that night. I mean, nice. and then the, the show that the Flames put on, they couldn't have, couldn't have been a better game, you know. So it was an unbelievable atmosphere. And, uh, you know, it's really cool to see uh, just see everybody be into it. So it was it was uh, it was a neat, neat night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of his friends is the uh, is the guy that went viral um, <laughs> from, with the video that Barstool posted. So if you don't know what video I'm talking about, go back and uh, is, is a guy uh, at one of the basketball games. Um, and you can't miss it. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah he uh, he's something else. You know, I, I don't know if I ever saw the video. It's probably a good thing. Uh, <laughs> probably need to go check it out but you know they uh they definitely love their team through and through there oh yeah yeah it was fun ended up connecting with you after the game uh because i was talking to those fans because they were just funny to watch i mean you were standing over there with them so that was super fun just to just to make that connection we're glad we can have you on tonight yeah, you know, I really appreciate it. And it was cool. Like I said, I mean, the energy coming from from your area was was unbelievable. And, and myself and, and Coach Chowell and the rest of the staff that were at the game and different things. And that was one thing with Coach Chowell and, and the rest of our football staff is we're going to try to be in as much as as many of the basketball games as we could be. And uh, so I immediately had to make my way over there and, and, and see what you guys were about. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, um, we um we were talking about this right before we got on the podcast but we know you came as part of uh, coach Chadwell's staff but like tell us a little bit about your history um where you've worked and kind of how you've gotten to where you are 
Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I got my start at, at Eastern Kentucky. Um, you know, like I said, I was there eight years and then uh, I was an assistant and spent a lot of time, learned a lot of things. I had an unbelievable uh, mentor. Uh, his name's John Michael Davis. He's actually the uh, associate director currently. He's still there. He was six months older than I was. And he hired me as a, you know, as a, as a green assistant, didn't know anything. And I, you know, I went there, I, I got my master's degree. And, and then uh, from there, I got hired at Charleston Southern in 2012 as the, uh, as the director of strength conditioning. And uh, I got hired by coach Jay Mills and athletic director, uh, Hank Small. And then uh, Coach Mills actually retired at the end of the season, and which uh, Coach Chadwell got was the next coach. He got hired at the, the spring of 2013, and that's where I was able to forge that relationship with Coach Chadwell. And, uh, you know, and, and we were able to build something special there at Charleston Southern uh, while we were there. And, and then I stayed on. Uh, he left to go to Coastal for a couple of years, and I stayed on there. I got promoted to an associate athletic director position. And uh, I was assistant oh. athletic director, actually, of, um, of student athlete wellness and development, and uh, which essentially gave me a kind of more hands-on administrative within strength and conditioning also. And I did that. Uh, actually, was there until 2019. And then Coach Chadwell got named uh, uh, the head football coach at Coastal Carolina and, and, and brought me up there. And, and then I was the uh, director of strength and conditioning from 2019 until here recently in January at, at Coastal. Um, you know, and what was really cool, I'll be honest with you, I had I played college football. I enjoyed college football. I always enjoyed the weight room and the training aspect and the, the running and the lifting and all that stuff really actually more than the, the actual game itself. You know, I mean, the off season was in the summertime. That was when I had the most fun, you know. So, nice. um, you know, my uh, my strength coaching college, his name is Mike Kent. He was spent a long time at Appalachian State and he was University of Florida and a bunch of different places. And he really poured into me and I, I walked on and, you know, by the I played five years. By, the, by my fifth year, I finally earned a scholarship and uh, it was one of those things to where he poured into me and not necessarily me as a football player but me as a man and uh, really really kind of developed me into in who I am as far as the way that I coach today and uh, you know and thought I was going to go to law school I got a degree in political science and yeah, and uh, got my degree in political science and was going to kind of go that route. And then I, uh, you know, decided not to go to law school and called him up. And then he hooked me up at Eastern Kentucky. And then, you know, the rest is history. So it's been a, it's been a kind of a crazy journey, but it's been a good one. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Ben, anything you want to ask? Yeah, um, I guess uh, getting into like strength and conditioning, what would you say has been like the most important thing you focus on as you've moved to Liberty training these guys in this off season between the new guys? And um, I, I think sometimes people don't really understand or maybe even realize the amount of training that gets done in the off season to prepare for the upcoming season. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and it's crazy because it's not to like discredit I guess what we do as strength and conditioning coaches, but at the end of the day, everybody's got their different programs. Everybody's got their different philosophies, you know, different lifts. 
you know, and I always tell our recruits, there's only so many ways you can pick something up and put it down, you know, and, and, you know, it, it, what we're trying to do, we're trying to be transparent and I'm trying to gain their trust and I'm trying to earn their trust. I think that's the hardest thing you have to do from the, from the beginning and you have to be the same person every day. And then, you know, and as you, you know, with that transparency and, and with that, you know, that common ground and, and them understanding what you're trying to bring to the program, you know, once that trust comes, you know, then they're going to do anything you ask them to do. I mean, you know, I truly believe what I'd like to focus on and what Coach Jowell likes to focus on, we have four core values within our program and it's establishing in those core values. And so core value number one for us is competition, you know, and so we're going to have the guys compete in everything they do. They're going to compete on the field. They're going to compete in the classroom. They're going to compete in everything. And our second core value is discipline. We want to be disciplined in everything that we do and that's holding them accountable in the class and, and whatever we're doing. And then our third core value is accountability. And then our fourth one is purpose. And, you know, through those core values, we're going to hit on those daily. And, you know, and then we're going to implement those within our program, you know, and, and I mean, we're going to, we're, we're, you know, I'm trying to get the guys to, to play for each other and, and not be a bunch of individuals, but actually play for themselves and play for this university. So I think that's kind of, for me, it's not necessarily an exercise or, or, a, or a lifting program as much it is, as it is, you know, we're focusing on the heart of the athlete and really trying to grow that daily. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the next one would be like, I guess, what is kind of your daily, um, what do you do daily? Uh, besides just, of course, you know, uh, you know, leading the strength program and workouts and such, what is your daily look like in the off season and during the season kind of a loaded question but just give an idea of a day by day <laughs> yeah yeah so in just regard to how what our day-to-day looks like in in the weight room i guess um yeah yeah, yeah so you know what we're you know right now in the summertime obviously we're you know we're looking at trying to get our guys ready for camp you know, there's camp is kind of like a three week, you know, get ready for, for, for the season. So we're building the body up and, and trying to get ourselves ready to camp. I believe that you get in shape by, by, for football by playing football, you know, so when we're in camp, that is when we will get ready for the season. Right now we're working on the mental piece of everything and we're working on the, you know, the different muscles and different, different kinds of, you know, joints and the different things that we're trying to do to get them ready for camp so that we can keep the injuries down, you know, so right Right now we're lifting four days a week and we're running four days a week. You know, we're going to have two speed days. We're going to have two change direction days. You know, I believe if uh, with with football, if, if all you do is, is train a guy in a straight line, you're doing a really bad, bad job. Because I think, you know, football, obviously, you want to play in space and you want to be able to move. You want to be able to move and accelerate. So we're going to teach that stuff, yeah. you know. And so when the guy comes in, we're going to have days where we'll start um, on the field outside as a, as a, as a, a run group first, and then we'll lift second. And then there's going to be days where it's more strength oriented where they'll come in and they'll, they'll work their strength first. And then we'll go out and do just some general conditioning. We'll always finish on Friday doing a full team lift. I, I like doing team runs and team lifts on Friday, getting the guys together. Um, you know, we have our seven on sevens and our football skills and drills that we'll do throughout the, throughout the summer. They do that twice a week. 
they're allotted some time with the coaches that they'll work with the coaches on that. And as far as some of their film work and some of their skill stuff, different things that they can do. Um, but, you know, and then on Fridays, we'll come together. And Fridays is usually kind of like a gut check kind of day. They get two days off, you know, coming off of that. So that's the days you can kind of drop them in the grease a little bit and kind of, you know, try to see if see what they're going to be about, you know, put them against each other and excuse me, do big competitions and stuff like that with them. Um, and then when we get into the season, you know, we get into the season, we're going to probably – our guys that are traveling, our guys that are playing a lot are going to lift twice a week. Um, we're going to condition during the season. You know, a lot of people don't believe in conditioning, but that's, I think, where Coach Chadwell is, is – is has different mentality you know we're going to run monday tuesdays and wednesdays and you know and the idea behind that is when we get into december you know our conditioning levels aren't going to drop off we're going to continue to get more and more conditioned throughout the season and we're going to sprint fast and we're going to be a fast team in december you know we're not going to be one that's going to be limping into it you know and then as you get into january kind of you know if we're going to go through that once you get out of a bowl prep you know you got about six to seven weeks to where, you know, it's it's all hands on deck and we're trying to get strength back from the season, you know. And so we're going to focus on strength alone, not run very much, you know, and then and then kind of transition that into spring ball and which kind of brings us back around here, you know. So each right. kind of cycle, we kind of run things in three-week cycles. Um, right now we're finishing up. we got one more week left in this cycle here. We'll give them a little break before 4th of July, and then we'll finish on a three-week cycle right when we go into camp. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, really cool. I know you got some questions, James. I got one last question, but I want to save it for last. Um, okay, because cool, it's, cool. A, it's a nice, uh, nice, good. Uh, I always like to save the best question for last. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Just uh, this is this is just asking about the guys a little bit, have a little fun asking about them. Uh, first off, who who would you say is just the who would you say is like the strongest at like linemen? Uh, offense or defensive, um, and then like the strongest. At, like, could would you be able to name who the strongest is at every position group? Sure. Just, uh, just, I, think, uh, just I don't think it's a shock if I tell you that Kendy Charles is the strongest D lineman that we got. <laughs> no, that doesn't surprise at all. The uh, kid does a great job, you know. And, and what's cool about him is today. So today in the weight room, we we let him hit a heavy a heavy set of three on on bench press. It was our last set. I think he ended up getting like three thirty five for three. And then we dropped him down to 225, and he did 225 29 times. So, oh you know, oh my God, gosh. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, and what was, I mean, he gets in there and competes and, and gets after 29 times. And then you sit and think about wow. the guys that are doing that on a combine. You know, there's guys that are, that can't hit 29, and all they're doing is bench pressing for a combine. So yeah. he's very explosive, does a great job. Um, I think he's like a 375 power clean guy. So he's, He's he's unbelievable there. Um, I tell you what, offensive line, offensive line. You know, Xavier Gatlin does a great job, and uh, you know he he trains his butt off, and he'd probably get mad at me. But one you got to watch out for in this weight room is uh, is Aaron Finnamore. And Aaron Finnamore is an absolute monster in this in this weight room, and uh, he gets in there. He is actually in the same rack as Kendi when he lifts. Wow! And uh, and Aaron will crush weight, and he'll get in there and squat with the best of them. And I've been really impressed with our offensive line. Uh, John Graham, uh, Brennan Schlittler, all those guys have done an amazing job this summer. Today we did on that two twenty five. I'd say pretty much. Um, across the board with our, this is now you got to think we're after the workout at the end of the workout, you know, we had, I'd say probably about 90, 95% of the guys got 20 reps or more on two twenty four. Wow. 
you know, and, and so, which is pretty cool, you know, and that's something you like to see. Um, I say when we get in the linebacker position, um, Akil, I mean, Akil is, is he's a weight room warrior. Kid loves a weight room. He gets in there and smashes weight. He tacks the weight every day. Um, you know, drum jolly is another one. Jolly gets in there. You know, I could work out for, I could work out every day for 12 hours a day for a month and still not sniff the amount of muscle Jerome Jolly has on his body. <laughs> you, what, you know, that's, I, I always tell him God gave, gave, gave somebody genetics and he didn't give them to me. He gave them to you, son. <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, it's impressive how big oh, he's man. got. Um, oh. You know, Jalen Jimerson does a great job um, kind of going through some of the newer guys. Brandon Bishop gets in here and attacks it, um, you know, and, and it's, I can't, I can't talk about a weight room and not talk about Quentin Reese. I mean, you know, Quentin Reese needs to be on our postcard of what the strength and conditioning program looks like because um, I'm not only, I mean, is the guy, you know, have zero body fat on him. Um, his work ethic is through the roof. Um, you know, it is, and he's an elite human being on all facets, um, comes in and does all the extra stuff. I mean, it's it's been, he's been very, very, I mean, he stood out from day one. Like the very first team meeting, you know, he, he was like this. There's something different about him, and he carries himself that way every day. Um, you know, running backs has been pretty cool to watch. Um, you know, Quentin Cooley is is you know he gets after it, and uh, he he goes he goes. I mean, he's like six hundred something pound squatter and really explosive. Vaughn Blue attacks the weight room every day. You know, there's a lot of young guys on this squad that that really, really have, you know, early enrollees that if you walked in the weight room right now, you'd have no idea that they're supposed to be just now graduating high school, yeah. you know. And so, um, you know, tight end, uh, Austin Henderson, Bentley, those guys do a great job. Jacob Jenkins have done a great job of kind of, you know, pushing those guys. Um, so it's pretty neat. I mean, we're literally, literally across the board, you, you see guys, we have the big guys lift with them, each other. And, and anytime we max out and stuff like that, you know, everybody gets around the rack and they're screaming and yelling and, and pushing each other. And, you know, and I think there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to, you know, you're going to kind of look and have to look at your roster and see where they came from. And, you know, and it's been pretty cool to watch. Awesome. Awesome. I think the only position you didn't mention was quarterback. Yeah, you know, quarterbacks, I'll tell you what, we, uh, we got a unique situation with the quarterbacks in the weight room. You know, I told them from day one in the, in the weight room, I said, listen, summertime, I said, your job this summer is to get better, get stronger, get faster, and not get hurt. There's no way yeah. on planet Earth I'm going to Willie Corn and saying I got one a quarterback hurt in the weight room. You know, so <laughs> – uh, but it's cool because, I mean, literally, I mean, whether it's JB, um, Caden, Trey, I mean, all those guys – um, are just getting after it. Every quarterback we got, they get after it. They come in there, and and uh, one of my assistants, Jacob Sanye, works with the quarterbacks, and he does a lot of quarterback specific stuff with them. and And it's been really cool to see uh, just kind of their their growth uh, through the summer so far. Okay, cool. You know, and Nate, I tell you, Nate, Nate gets in there, and I, I got to watch Nate. And I got to Nate will jump in with the old lineman sometimes. I got. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think that guy, he's, we, we pushed some sleds and he's pushing sleds faster than some of the D linemen the other day. So, no, he's super competitive. Yeah, that's cool. That's funny, really cool. funny story about that. My, uh, when my dad came down, my whole family's big time football, coached it, played it, you know, all, same with myself, you know. And my, we, I brought them down two years ago when Nate was a freshman. I said, see that kid right there? He's a quarterback. And he's like, oh my gosh, I thought he was a tight end. So, was, yeah, so that does not surprise me. Well, it's funny. We were, we, so we, we load up these sleds and on our speed day and we're timing the guys going through the line and I'm looking at the D line time and I'm looking at my clipboard and then I come across his and then I, I grabbed one of the interns. I was like, you wrote this down wrong. There's no way he did this. And then I grabbed somebody else and they're like, yeah, man, he smoked it. He's better. He's stronger on some of them sleds and some of our D linemen we got. So, Ooh. which is big time. And that's good for him. Wow. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. No, that was, it was fun. We, uh, me and Ben have talked a lot. When you mentioned Aaron Fenimore, we reacted like that because, like, we, when Liberty, when y'all were recruiting him, man, we, we, we liked him a lot. We we're really yeah. excited for him. So, that's well, cool. I'll tell you, there's a, there's, there's, I mean, him and him and Austin and Cal and, the oh, yeah, Cal too. I mean, they get after it in the weight room and it's been really cool. And then seeing, you know, some of the younger guys kind of, you know, understand. I mean, John Graham and, 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 you know, Brennan's done an unbelievable job and X have done an unbelievable job of just kind of showing them the ropes. It's been cool. Sweet. sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah. Fenimore, Fenimore is going to be pretty special now. I'll tell you what, he's, you like him in a weight room, man. He gets out there <laughs> after it on the field now. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, for you personally, with just all things considered, because I was asking about weight room, who who would who who would like your top three standouts just like surprise you the most? Um, who would your like top three standouts from spring and now into summer be? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, again, I, I think you know, I think if you're trying to model anybody, you want to be you know a flame, and you want you know want to, I guess, be the the persona of the, of the of what we're trying to do is Quentin Reese. I mean, you know, Quentin Reese is in, in all facets, like I keep saying, you know, and I think he's just a good leader. You know, Tyron Dupree's another one, you know, and, and I think I uh you know I've really seen him grow and mature throughout the throughout the summer and throughout the spring. He's done an unbelievable job. I mean, you know, I really, really enjoy having him come in, he does, he comes in and he's doing all the extra work and he's doing all the little things that he needs to do, you know, and, and then truthfully, like I said, I think, uh, I think it's a mixed bag of, of some guys. I think, um, again, Quentin kind of separates himself from everybody, um, from everybody there. And then, uh, you know, and then each position has got, you know, two or three guys that, you know, are, are really pushing each other to, to be at the top. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's really exciting to hear. Um, you know, I'll tell you another one that's been, you know, Kobe Singleton had a shoulder injury uh, last yeah. season, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and Kobe's really attacked his, his, uh, his rehab and, and Kobe's done a really, really good job. I'm expecting good things from him this year. He's another one um, that comes in. He's got the right attitude when he comes in and works and, you know, and he's been pretty locked in and he's, you know, because that's hard sometimes. You get an injury and you kind of off to the side. You know, you're off. To, everybody else is training. You can't. You know, and it's it's been good to see him. You know, just jump right in there, and and you can see he's got some on that defensive backfield. You know, you gotta you gotta kind of be a certain kind of personality. You know, and 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 I think he's got that personality, and I think that he can lead some guys on the back end that way too. Wow, cool, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah I, Kobe Singleton was one of those guys that came in last year that I loved watching. That's exciting to hear. He's just he's attacking and getting back. I'm, I'm excited to see him get back at it. 
you know, and I feel bad for not. I mean, it's, like I said, I need to have my roster in front of me. <laughs> yeah. More I'm thinking. I mean, the receivers, you know, I kind of left them out. You know, Noah Noah Frith is, you know, oh, yeah. he's he's wide open all the time in the weight room. You know, <laughs> right. CJ Daniels yeah. done a great job. You know, Reese Smith has been an unbelievable addition to that room, and you know, and, and Kylan Austin. I think that would be my. But you talk about somebody who's grown throughout the season. You know, Kylan came in, and, you know, and and. To watch him mature from throughout spring ball and, and a dude that, you know, maybe you might not see in the weight room back in January as far as, you know, he kind of just gets lost in the shovel to a guy who actually stands out and, and putting that work in. And I think he's going to be another one you're going to have a big season off of as well. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. That, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, football is a little bit different than basketball. You know, you got a roster oh, yeah. of about 100 guys just about <laughs> between the walk-ons and your scholarship guys. So, like, I mean, you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot him. You know, you might oh, be yeah. kicking yourself after this. Yeah. Like, man, I should have mentioned him. But yeah. uh, get that. No big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not at yeah. all. If, if our punter Max hears this, he's going to get mad. I didn't say anything about him because he – that kid just – he just wants to be a bodybuilder, I think. He, you know, he, uh-huh. he kicks the heck out of the ball, but he's always turning my lights out in the weight room so he can see himself in the mirror and do his bicep curls and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, that kid – love that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, um, honestly, that's the biggest thing. I just like it. I I, I love that type of stuff because, like, as I told you right before we got on, like I'm I'm coaching high school football over at Rustburg now, and like, man, you can you can tell the guys that are that are putting in the work and are getting better. We've got one one lineman that is just, man, he's a conditioning. He's 20 steps ahead of the rest of the linemen and he's put in work all year so it's really cool to to kind of hear yeah. how, how liberty's doing after seeing stuff like that myself so that's no cool. that's cool you know and i try to give them opportunities like for me the biggest thing is, is kind of the way i've always addressed i guess conditioning and lifting and everything and you know and and and, co- and obviously this is aligned with coach chavel's values and, and the way he wants his team is you know they need an opportunity to learn how to strain together they need to have an opportunity to go through some adversity together and then through that straining and through that adversity together that bond together that brotherhood that we're trying to build you try to build it so strong to where it's unbreakable you know obviously on the field on Saturdays from another team, but you also build that bond where it's unbreakable, you know, later in life, you know, because at the end of the day, we're training these kids, you know, we're training these kids for a season in 2023, of course, but we're also training in, you know, and some people think it's cliche, but at the same time, this is what are one of our values within this program. We're training these kids for life. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's when we went in the core values and we'd go into stuff like every single day, we have an emphasis for the week, every week. So each week, has a has a has an emphasis, right? So, like our first week of the semester, our our word of the year for the team was embrace, and we spent all January, February, March talking in April talking about the word embrace and what that exactly means, and how that, you know, for those guys, we're coming in. They don't know us. We got new guys coming in. All the things we don't want guys with one foot in. We're not going to be successful with one foot in. So, you know, embrace embodies to joyfully, willingly receive something and then actually go into it and attack it. So then this past week, we, you know, week one was embrace. Week two, a mantra you're going to hear a lot of this year is eat off the floor. You know, that's something our, our team kind of, you know, cry for the summertime is, is eat off the floor. And what eat off the floor means is essentially it's it's an attitude of being hungry. It's an attitude that you don't care, you know, where, you know, we talk about 
tell the guys kind of an analogy. Like you, you go to a restaurant and you ask for tables and they say, well, you got a 45 minute wait. Well, you don't have to wait on the table if you're ready to eat off the floor. If you want to sit on the ground and eat on off the floor and, and you, it don't matter if they pick you first, second, third, fourth, they pick you last in the conference. At the end of the day, if you're hungry and you're ready for it, you know, then you can get in there and you're ready to play ball one game at a time, you know, and this past yeah. week is, this, there, this, this current week, our emphasis is uncommon, and so we got it. We got eight different emphasis throughout the summer that we're going through, um, and then we'll finish the summer on the on the emphasis of legacy and what the word legacy means and how the what these guys can do as legacy of a team, legacy for the university, and and essentially legacy for all of Lynchburg if they do something special, you know, together. But they got to be together as in a brotherhood and bound together, you know. So those are a lot of the things that we'll try to do with those with them daily, myself and our football coaches, of course. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. So um, I got the last final question here. Um, it's right. funny you you mentioned creating a uh, legacy. Um, actually, my church here, Bedrock Lynchburg, we, that's one of our common like our one of our cores for our legacy is yeah. like to be able to plant churches and create a legacy and lasting in Christ. So with that being said, the segue into my last question, um, how has your faith played um, a part into coming, first of all, to Liberty, but also being able to pour into these uh, kids and uh, just, I mean, just overall long lasting legacy as you continue to coach? Yeah, it's been it's been outstanding. I mean, it's been I've been fortunate enough to be around a lot of good mentors. Um, I think the the Lord had a plan when when He uh, crossed my path with with Coach Chadwell, and to be able to watch you know him daily pour into the guys, and you know, and my faith personally, you know, has continued to grow every single second that I'm around him and I'm around this program, and and then obviously. It's been an insane blessing on uh, being here at Liberty and and being able to pour into the kids. You know, we we'll, we got days where we'll come in and try to explain to the kids just, you know, daily proverb lessons. You know, we'll bring a proverb of the day. We'll start the day, talk about that, what it means, you know, and really kind of kind of get that fire burning deep in their soul. Um, again, kind of touching back on that, the idea of, you know, this is bigger than football. You know, we we want we want guys we want guys to grow spiritually. We want guys guys to grow mentally and physically, you know. And like I was telling one of the we had a recruit in today, and I said, "Well, we're here's what we're doing. We we want guys we want guys that are going to come here. We want guys that know the difference between those who come to feed the soil and those who come to pick the fruit. If you're coming here mm-hmm. within this program to pick the fruit." You're not going to fit in. It ain't going to work. We want guys that are going to feed the soil. And by feeding the soil is leaving that legacy and being a part of something bigger than yourself. And then also, but that is growing in your faith, you know, and, and it's something mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough. I got a great staff um, real quick. I know I got Adrian Dunn worked with me at Coastal. I got Greg Goins. Greg was at, uh, was at Auburn with Adrian, um, Chris Terry, who is, he was here last year and last year's staff, Jacob Sanye, um, unbelievable men of God, unbelievable men of God. And, and, and we, you know, we haven't, we, we got caught up in the last couple of weeks, but prior to the summer, you know, we get together, you know, we get together and, and have ourselves a little devotional time within here, within the, within our own staff. Obviously, Coach Chadwell every week does a devotional within the, uh, with the, for the players and just being able to pour into guys when they come in and say, 
you know, we'll get guys that are non-believers and say, hey, coach, man, what's this Jesus thing everybody's talking about? You know, it's, I don't know if it's for me or not. And, you know, just being able to really kind of pour into those guys. And for when those guys come back around, like Akil, for instance, you know, Akil announced to the team back in the spring that he got baptized. And, you know, we had, you know, we had 10 or 12 guys show up at the church. And and uh, I think it was Super Bowl Sunday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I think it was like the night church, right, right, right as soon as kickoff, you know, right there. So we had a bunch of guys, you know, they're watching to get them baptized. And, wow. and, you know, and we're here to win football games, of course, I get it. But, like, when you get stuff like that and you get guys gro- leaving here, being great fathers, great husbands, just great human beings that actually matter in this world and can, again, be a ripple in the pond and, 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 and grow this, this world we live in, you know, and, and lead everybody to Christ. And that's what you're there for. That's why you're doing it, you know, and, yeah. and, and that's why I, I always say strength conditioning is a calling, you know, and I always tell our interns, if you do this as a job, then you're going to miss the boat. And, you know, God called me to be a strength coach. You know, I didn't I didn't sign up myself to do it. You know, God put me yeah. in this and I chose to walk through the door. So yeah. it's been it's that's been a good. blessing. I mean, every single day is 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 better than the day before. it. That's awesome. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Awesome. James, do you have anything else to say? Yeah, no. Um, thank you for having, thank you for coming on like that. Uh, that last piece I think is the most important piece, like truly. Um, that's part of what Liberty is founded on. That's why we, we, we say we're tra- training champions for Christ because wherever we're at, we want to be a witness. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what it's about. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm probably one of the most long winded people you'll ever meet. And I can literally go to, <laughs> right yeah. I'm trust guy, me, we can too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> guys are probably like, stop talking when I get out here in the weight room sometimes. You know? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, and I will tell you this, I am, we were talking earlier, you know, and, and I am so excited and fired up to, to see, what game day looks like. I mean, I have, you know, it, it is, I, I cannot wait. The Liberty fans and the support that we have, have experienced since the, since the day one on this campus has been second to none. And uh, I mean, there's so many just good people that have uh, come by and just given words of encouragement and stuff. And I mean, I'm, I am super fired up for that September. Sweet. So are we, now we, uh, yeah. We got tickets at the fifty yard line. Like I think we're fifth row, maybe I, I can't remember, but it's yeah, it's in the first like it's All in the first it. five rows. We're gonna be right there with a group of six of us, um, and we are ready to get out there and be loud. So Heck yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all the po- four podcast guys, and then two friends of ours that you know kind of uh, get on, you know, just hanging out. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it, I'm we're very excited. Um, we're excited about Conference USA. I mean, speaking of the basketball games, I mean now now we're going to be able to go to basketball games that you know against teams that we play in the football season, you know, and I'm right. really excited for yeah. that transition as well. So right, exactly. Yeah, that'll be good. So, I mean, all around, that's going to help out so much. Oh yeah, yep. Much more. Well, I tell you, y'all need to look out. We got uh, so we do a lot of theme workouts. You know, that's a big part of uh, the guys. You know, so you'll be seeing it out on Twitter here next week. Uh, next Friday is our Fourth of July uh, workout. So the guys will have a indoor outdoor workout competition where all the guys will get dressed up and like we did at spring break. And, and then, so we'll be putting awesome. that out on Twitter. And then we got something really, 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 really special and electric for the last workout of the, of the summer. Um, you know, 
involving uh, the word, the emphasis of legacy. That's going to be pretty special for the guys. So it'll be really awesome. good. Yeah, we try to we try to keep the guys on their toes. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool. That'll yeah. be creative. Yeah, yeah for sure. Now, uh, I guess one last thing I want to ask, and this is just because you you've been talking about like the guys getting like getting at it, being competitive, like. I know a guy that was a that was a manager for a time, and um, he said that like there were there were there were days here, like almost once a week where the where the offensive and defensive guys would get at it, jarring, banging each other, just like getting competitive and like almost fighting, but like in a just competitive way. How how yeah. often how often would you say that happens? Is that is that true? Is it is it one hundred percent true? I'd say it happens more. <laughs> you know, I'd say anytime they're around each other, you know, and that's the that's the cool part. You know, we had a, you know, back in the spring we had a dance off uh, in one of our team meetings where we actually made the coaches. Uh, on the on the sides of the ball have a dance off, you know, wow. and, and so I mean they're it's unbelievable. They'll they'll play pool up in the players' lounge. You know, we had a last Wednesday we had a kickball tournament uh, to where we had ten teams and uh, my team, of course, my team was loaded and we won <laughs> we won the championship. We played we went six and zero. Oh. We went we nice. had six. You know, uh, Treon Sibley and Von Blue and and uh, you know those guys were were killing it for our guys. You know, and uh, we uh, Kendi was on my team. Our our team was just far superior in everybody's. You know, so we, uh, <laughs> you know that's the thing. I mean, you know, Coach Chavo now he'll call. We'll be in the middle of uh, a practice and he'll blow the whistle up and and he'll he'll put a one on one right in the middle of it all and you know just at at, at the you know right in the middle of a water break just because we try to get guys to understand you got to compete at all times. You know, and so they, uh, you know, they're right now they're doing the player led seven on sevens. And I tell you what, you would think that we're in the middle of a national championship game, the way some of these guys are playing this. I mean, defense, defense, we had a, we had a fourth down last play of the game and uh, defense knocked down uh, one of the passes and the entire defense ran uh, towards the end zone. <laughs> The D line was actually outside and heard the defense, and they ran in, and everybody started mobbing each other in the end zone like we had won a championship. So, you know, and it's the same thing with offense. With the, when offense scores, I think Coach Corn actually did this when the offense scored. We we're in the indoor one day, and um, I think CJ Daniels scores a touchdown, and we're probably the offensive line is probably sixty yards away. I mean, it's it was one of those long passes. Coaches, GAs, everybody ran to the end zone, and the entire offense ran literally out the door, out into the parking lot, and left practice. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was like they That's called great. Corey, like they're done, you know. And and then you know, Coach Chow obviously gave everybody time to regroup, and he brought them back. But it's just the point of the matter, man. You're going to compete. You're going to celebrate every single minute of that. So yeah, that's awesome. You know, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, when it gets in when they're offense defense and they get after it. It's it's pretty cool to see. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. That's that's just a nice yeah. little added info. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love I mean, there, and, it's, and it's nonsense. I mean, it's absolute nonsense. Some of the stuff. I mean, they'll walk by each other and play paper rock scissors. I mean, just because you know, and like there's wow. this. They got they got this stupid little head this head game that my 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 ten year old plays and I don't even know how to explain it. It's like I move my head and you move it the opposite way and all this stuff. I look over and I got four guys in the end zone 
playing this head game and, and, and you know, they're doing up downs for the loser or something or smacking each other in the back of the neck if they lose, you know? And it's, I mean, it's just like, it's just any second they get an opportunity to compete, it's they're getting after it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's really yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's All been right. a it's been it's been a good transition. I will tell you, we've uh, we've matured a lot since January, and and you know the guys are getting better every day, and the, and the team's getting closer and closer. And, and you know, like I said earlier, I really, 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 truly believe that come September we're gonna have something pretty special. Sweet. Yeah, I'm definitely riding that train too. Just uh, I'm a big film guy, so just looking at some of the guys we brought in and stuff, I'm like. I feel pretty good. Let's let's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and I, 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 I mean, you guys' track record speaks for itself. You know, past few years at our unspoken school. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. to learn that right there. I got to, yeah, we'll do yeah. that. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, I, you know, the biggest thing too is it's one thing you'll find out whether it's recruiting, strength conditioning, athletic training, or just the football coaches, you know, everybody in this program is aligned, moving in the same direction. And our recruiting department, you know, works their tails off. And, you know, Gavin and Jen and, and Colton and all those guys and Bobby, they do an unbelievable job just getting players, you know, and obviously our coaches do a great job of, of, of finding that talent. And, you know, but again, you know, Coach Chavo's got a vision for this program and, and everybody's moving in the d- direction of that vision. Sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet. That's awesome. All right. Well, we'll wrap up there. I could go all yeah. night, but uh, <laughs> fortunately, I got to get sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Well, um, thanks again for coming on, Chad. Um, I really appreciate it, Coach. And, yeah. It's you know, fun. Um, we're so excited to have you. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just been so fun to see this transition, um, you know, regardless of, uh, you know, being from coastal and such <laughs> you know all jokes aside though it's just it's just been really fun to see you guys at the games and um i'm thankful that i'm now getting to meet you i've i i transitioned jobs myself in january so uh didn't really have the quite the same time that i did at one point in my job that i was a little bit more relaxed in so um so now i'm uh being able to get settled down on that so Hopefully you'll see me a little bit more, but um, and I'll be podcasting more. So we'd ha- we'd love to have you on closer to the season. Hey, anytime, anytime, I'd be more than happy to come back on. I really appreciate you all. You know, I'm just glad we were able to connect, and and you know, I thank you for your time for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, James, you have anything else tidbits to add before we go? No, um, no, not nothing. I, nothing I know of. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again well, hey, for coming quick, on, Coach. Oh, Hold on, yeah. I'm sorry. Not to interrupt you. Here's I got something new for you guys also. It's something we started. And and I'm, I'm trying to tell as many people as possible, okay? We started this okay. in the spring. When you're, when you're going by, okay, when you're going by just another Liberty person, okay, or anybody connected to Liberty, you just say the word flames. Just flames. Ah. And that person says flames back. So anytime you're walking around our guys, if like if you yell across the parking lot or yell across the dining hall and somebody will say flames and it could be something loud and the whole team will yell back flames or it could be something small to where you're walking through the grocery store and it's just 
flames, flames, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, so it's been and it's been cool because we've been going around the golf cart on campus just yelling flames at random students. And, uh, you know, some of them are yell, and we're like, yell back, yell back. And then so and I told uh, um, Ian McCall came to uh, practice the other day or, or came to weights the other day. And uh, I told him about it. And so he, he said flames of the guys and the entire team said flames back. So we're yeah. starting to flames right. move so hopefully uh, come the fall, everybody will be on board. And, and it just becomes something that walking through Lynchburg, you see somebody with a Liberty shirt on and you go flames. And if they know what it is, then they go flames back. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see, I grew up in Buffalo where it's go Bills. And I yeah. see the people down here and people know go Bills, go Bills. It's just it's, yeah. so yeah. I, I'd love to have that here with Liberty. That'd be right. sick. That'd be great. Yeah. So, you know, we, I mean, we got so all the recruiting visits. Anytime we've had recruiting visits come in, we tell the parents and we tell the players like right off the rip when they come in. And then so when they walk in, we just say flames. The whole place says flames. You know, so that's kind of oh. – we've been, we've been running that's cool. through with it. That's, that's really cool. cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So the more people you tell about it, the better. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> flames. Awesome. Awesome. Great, sweet. Well, that's hype. That's got me hyped now. Yeah. That's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, this is this has just been fantastic. We really appreciate your time. And, um, yeah, uh, thanks again for people listening to this podcast. Uh, we're back, kind of. We'll make a couple more. We're gonna. I'm going to be interviewing some of uh, different beat writers from different uh, CS, CUSA opponents. So that's going to be cool to hear, give a little bit of info on that, and hopefully catch a couple of players. Uh, Jacob Jenkins is supposed to be coming on the pod sometime. Shout out to him. Yeah. Him and I had yeah. been texting a few weeks ago. Uh, it might be a couple months now. So that's my guy. Expect him to come on at some point. So um, shout out to him. He's probably going to be like, if he ever listens, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I got to reach back out to him. But, um, yeah, thanks again for coming on. And uh, go Flames. God bless. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Flames. 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 <laughs> <laughs>